Hello, hello, and welcome back to what is all groovy smoothie. I am your host, Taryn. I do not have my little special co-host today. I'm actually out of town this week, so Jenna and I are not together at the moment. Um, this is my longest stretch away from home during this um, travel contract, so it's a little sad. I'm a little sad to not be able to go home, but I'm very grateful that I've been able to go as often as I have been able to. Um, I have a temporary stay in the state that I'm currently working in, and um, it's just a private room in this person's house. So it is very small, and I find it very boring. But what better what better time for me to record a podcast? I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat it. I am in my car outside because I just didn't even feel like I could record it in my room because the walls are kind of thin and I just if I said anything negative about the space, I didn't want the owner to hear me. So, to be respectful, I'm recording in my car. It's 36 degrees out and I am bundled up in like gloves and a hat, but it's fine. I feel I feel great. It's, you know, it's a, it's a nice day. It's a nice neighborhood. So I'm not even mad. It's all good. It's all groovy smoothie. That's, that's all I got. (laughs) Um, no. So I got a temporary stay. We'll talk about this real quick. I got a private room temporary stay on Airbnb, um, for this travel contract. And in the past with my travel contracts, I've gotten my own apartment with a three month lease. But as I'm sure all of you know, it is so expensive to get an apartment. And I really wanted to save some money, especially since I hadn't been working for three months before this contract started. I was like, I really wanted to save where I could. And so I'd always wondered about getting, you know, the rent out rooms, private rooms. And so I thought I would do it. I'm close to home. So if I hated it, I can always go home. So I decided to do that. And I can't say that I love it. Again, I only have my own room with like a bed and a chair and TV, which you know is great that I have that. Um, and then I share a bathroom with four other people and a kitchen that doesn't really have a seating space at all. And there's like no living room seating space. So I really am just confined to one room. And she, the woman who runs it, she rents it out to four other people. There's four rooms that she can rent out, including mine. And then she also lives here full time because who needs to work whenever you're renting out all of your rooms? So it's just been not my favorite. It, you know, it has its things, but it is better than nothing. And also, um, I kind of like that I don't like it in a weird way. So I'm working about three hours away from home. And I wanted to take an assignment that was close to home for traveling distance so I can come home on my days off. And three hours is still like kind of tedious to do often. But whenever I 
don't necessarily like my space here and I also find it very boring and I'm just confined into a room, it makes driving home totally worth it. So any stretch of days off, even if it's just two days, I will go home and it's totally worth it because I am just so like bored here and itching to get out. So I feel like that's good because it makes me not dread the drive. It makes me like, I hate to say it, it makes me not complain about like, oh, going back and forth. But I also feel like it helps me go home more because if I had my own place, I probably wouldn't come home as frequently. And, you know, that would be a little sad. But since I'm also only staying here to work, I kind of have my life scheduled around that so like how do I say this what even whenever I was in Virginia I was kind of bored because my apartment wasn't in a good area so whenever I have these assignments and I'm bored at my like work home I am so good at like taking care of myself on the things that I often forget so with that It means that I'm good at doing like my lotion regimen and my skincare and I'm so bored that I'm like, okay, what do I do on my time off? Okay, let's go for a walk. Let's do a workout at home. Let's do an ab workout. Let's drink water. I'm really good at drinking water (laughs) whenever I'm bored. So I've just stayed up on things like that. Like, okay, I'm gonna gonna put my lotion on now. I'm gonna do all my skincare. I'm going to go on a walk. Don't forget sunscreen. Just like moving and then eating and then going to work. And another thing about having my schedule that way is since I have nothing to do here, I'm prioritizing sleeping more between shifts because I know once I wake up, I'm gonna have nothing to do so where in the past like whenever I'm home and I'm working I like to wake up earlier because I have other things that I can be doing I have things I can go do I have errands I can run I can actually physically go to a gym there so I usually schedule my time a lot for my between shift days And I'll wake up super early, but here I'm like, I have nothing to do. So I'll set my alarm for later and try to get more sleep. And then once I wake up, I'll do like a walk or an exercise and then I'll eat and then I'll go to work. So I kind of have it more balanced. It does stink if I start getting in that mindset of all I do on these days is work, eat and sleep. And that's it. Like I have no life, but I am making sure to like schedule things at home, see people, go on dates with Jenna. So I, I like it. I like that aspect. So even though I don't like it here, this is my longest stretch that I have to be here for a couple of days where in the past it's only been like three days or two days. So this is a longer stretch. I'm here for a while, but it really hasn't been that bad. And it's super easy for me to just like be ready to come home, pack up, leave, and drive the three hours. And it's totally worth it to see my fiance and my cat and to get back to my gym and to hang out with friends and go to my favorite coffee shops and taco places. Like, so it's all good. I actually appreciate that I don't like it because I feel like it's let me be more work-life balanced in that respect. So it's kind of silly. It's like, if I liked it more, I wouldn't be more balanced. But 
it's kind of true. I feel like that's true for anybody who really likes something. You can get so like focused in it and then kind of not prioritize other things. So while I'm here, I'm strictly working or finding something to do in the times I am awake. But that's fine. If you're wondering like why I don't watch TV since I have a TV in my room, I try. I'm not a I'm not a big TV person. I'm not a big sit and watch TV person, especially anymore. Every show is like an hour and I just don't have that in me. I'm good for like 20 minutes while I'm eating, which I know you're not supposed to eat TV while you're eating, but that's usually the only time I eat. Um, so I'll watch TV for like 20 minutes while I'm eating, but then I'm, I'm out of it. I need to be moving. And I think especially being confined into one room and knowing I'm only confined in one room makes me even more antsy because I just want somewhere to go. I want the ability to walk around and I just don't have that. And so I'm just like, ah, help me. So I, I need something to do. I do often get to do dishes while I'm here as well because there's no dishwasher and she supplies some dishes but not really but you'd still have to manually wash them so I have my own and I have to go and wash all my dishes because of course I eat like stinky things like eggs and tuna so that needs cleaned frequently so I feel like I'm honestly just sleeping and doing dishes whenever I'm here between shifts. But it's okay. It's humbling. It's making me really appreciate my dishwasher. So that's kind of my life update. But I know I talked about wondering how I would balance life once I started working again. And because I don't like it here where I'm staying, not that I don't like the job. The job is actually fine. This is probably one of my favorite travel contracts I've had so far. But the place I'm living is not. So it's kind of funny how that works out. Um, but I'm doing pretty well because I don't like my space here that I'm living in. Like I said, I'm balancing the rest of my life better. So I come here and doing my self care and eating and sleeping. And then when it's all said and done, I drive home and then I get to hang out with my loved ones, get to make plans, get to cook dinners, all that jazz. So I feel like I'm doing pretty good and I'm still staying pretty zen. Where in the past I'd be like, oh my god, I have to drive three hours and this is just so much time and I, I'm never getting any sleep. I feel like past me just like complained a lot. But really she was just such a perfectionist that she was anxious. I So Jenna and I had this conversation the other day about mental health concerns and what people would be like diagnosed with, you know. And... We were talking about how most people have anxiety. And I genuinely don't believe I have anxiety. I think it's just so ingrained in me to be a perfectionist that it causes me to look anxious. Because now that I've turned off my perfectionist brain, I turned her off. She's still there. I know she will probably come back in full vengeance at some point in time. Not going to get cocky. But... Since I've turned that part of my brain off, I'm really not anxious about things. But past me would be such a perfectionist and wanting to do everything well. And I would look at everything. I would stress about, oh my god, well, I'm not getting enough sleep. But if I sleep longer, I'm not getting a workout in. If I'm not working in, then I'm not taking care of my... I'm not working out. I'm not taking care of my body. So 
it would just like transpire of like wanting to be a healthy person, but then it's like, oh, I want to hang out with friends, but nobody likes me. I had that thought back whenever, if you listen to the previous pod, talking to people exhausted me and I was just hanging out with the wrong people. So I'd be like, I want to hang out with friends, but nobody likes me and people are mad and don't like me because I cancel plans with them. So I was just always a mess and I sounded like an anxious mess, but I was really just trying in my brain to come up with what the right and perfect way of doing things was because my whole life I've basically seen what happens if you don't do things right. I've learned a lot of my values from watching people fail growing up and then also having very perfectionist wanting parents also made me a perfectionist. So everything around my childhood and the trauma that it might have been has created this perfectionist who is just trying to do the right thing all the time. So I'm not a problem to anybody, but also so I can just like keep on getting by without anybody noticing me. And also just so everyone's happy and I'm not messing with their ecosystem. So super perfectionist that it would just drive me insane. But I never genuinely think I'm anxious. I don't stress about random things. And I don't think I have anxiety. I think I was just so focused on my perfectionism that it came out as anxiety. Because I don't feel like you can be a perfectionist without being stressed all the time (laughs) about everything. So, past me would have complained a lot because she was a perfectionist. So, past me would have wanted to get, you know, more sleep, but she would have also wanted to be home earlier on her day off because if I don't get home early on my day off, then the day's gone and it's wasted. And now I'm wasting days. And what's the right way to live your life? And what are you supposed to do with your days? Like there's only 12 12 hours, there's 24 hours in a day. But if I sleep, you know, all morning and then need to drive three hours, like the whole day is gone. So what's the point of even coming home? And now I might as well just stay here and all I'm doing is working and that's not how I want to live my life either. But what do I do? And now I'm not getting sleep and I'm so tired all the time and now I need to try to get sleep. So past me complained a lot, but really she was just trying to figure out like work-life balance and was fucking stressed about it because she didn't know what to focus on more. And it's funny because the less I focused on it, the better I'm doing. That's annoying, actually. (laughs) I just realized that. The less I focused on wanting to be, like, living perfectly, the better balanced my life has became. And I think perfectionist me is really pissed about that somewhere. (laughs) Because, like, how disrespectful is that? I spent all my time and energy stressing on making everything work. I would make a list of everything I wanted to do, and I would stress about how I would get it in in the day. And that's whenever I would organize everything by a time, like time schedule and need to do this at this time. And then it takes this long to get here. So now I need to do this at this time. There's nothing wrong with doing that if you are somebody who does need to do that and that helps you. But for me, it just made me a messy human of like stress and chaoticness. So like I was saying, I am 
a lot more balanced now not doing that. I still make a schedule and I'll put my goals for things I want to accomplish that day on it, but I don't give me a time frame. But I also give it wiggle room. So I'll put, I want to get laundry done this day, but you know what? I can also do it the next day. So if I don't get to it, it's not a big deal. So I think that's nice. I'm giving myself like grace also, which I never gave myself grace. I'm having like some realizations, guys, (laughs) in the middle of this podcast. But yeah, I think I'm giving myself grace with doing that because perfectionist me, again, would very much be like, it has to be done on this day. And then if it didn't get done on that day, I already had a list of like 70 things I wanted to do the next day or the next day. So I never actually viewed it as possible to move something to another day. And if I quote unquote had to move something because I didn't get to it, I genuinely felt like such a failure for not accomplishing for not accomplishing all the things that I wanted to do. And that's like just not a good place to be, especially because I was putting so many things on my to-do list because I had the mentality that I can do 500 things in a day and I can take over the world and I don't need anyone to help me and I can just do it. So I would always stack my days with so much, so many things to do. And then whatever I missed, if it was one thing or three things, no matter how many things I missed or didn't complete that day, I would get so pen up on myself and I would be so mad and I'd be so upset and I'd be so frustrated and I just really genuinely viewed myself as a failure and I would see things in a perspective of like well I'm I'm not single but like I'm independent and I don't have kids like there's no reason that I shouldn't have gotten all this stuff done. So then I would really get heavy on like the, I should have statements or why, why didn't I do this? I shouldn't have an excuse. There's no reason I shouldn't have got this done. And then that doesn't help my failure complex and perfectionist complex. So I was really so hard on myself, but now with, with my new mindset and my current situation, my travel assignment, it's really, I'm giving myself grace with how I'm scheduling my days and I'm letting me move things and just being like, oh, I didn't get it done, but it's not the end of the world. But I used to think not getting something done on a certain day was the end of the world. And I think truly the only thing that if you don't get it done by the day it's due is, and it's the end of the world might just be your taxes. I don't know. Reminder to do your taxes because that's coming up. But no, like what how many things am I going to do in my normal life to life that if I don't complete today, it's the end of the world? Very, very few things, but my brain just did not see it that way. And, you know, it is a lot to do with my upbringing. It's a lot to do with familial complexes, but I do have a say in changing that. And I really don't want to have those same narratives in my head of like how to live my life. And I feel like I'm genuinely doing so much better. Just like not even thinking about it and giving myself grace. I don't think I have ever given myself grace 
and my entire life. So this is like a really cool, I don't think I've ever even been able to use that word properly until today because I never gave it to myself. I honestly don't even think I knew what it meant until right now. It seems so silly for other people who are probably listening who are like, what the hell are you talking about, Taryn? But no, I never gave myself grace. I gave other people grace. I didn't care what other people were doing if they got things done. If I asked them to do something at a certain time and they were busy and couldn't get it done. It, it is what it is. But whenever it comes to my personal self, I was always so hard on myself. Never giving myself a chance to breathe or slip up. And I'm not saying I still don't do that. I am still very hard on myself if I mess something up. And I feel really bad about it. And I'm like, if I do something silly or stupid, I'm like, God, why did you do that? Like, you're such an idiot. But I shouldn't do that. But maybe, maybe that's something that will slowly come with also just giving myself this like time and ability to breathe in my normal like scheduling that I'll kind of humanize myself more and like things whenever I mess up. So maybe that'll be my next step. (laughs) So... So yeah, I think I'm doing I think I'm doing pretty well right now with this assignment and my new schedule with, you know, going from not working for 3 months to back to working but wanting to maintain um all the life behaviors I was maintaining before. And I'm very proud of that. But I do I do think that came with like giving myself time and grace and, you know, flexibility. And so I'm really I'm really content with that and I feel like that's something that maybe some of you could kind of take in with you because I know I know a lot of people I know some of the people who listen to this podcast and I know that some of you are very much perfectionists and so just for a second I promise you guys like just breathe and it's going to be okay and maybe give yourself some grace today because it's actually pretty nice I'm, and I feel like, too, I don't know if Jenna will agree. I would never say I was a bad girlfriend, and I would never say I was a bad fiancé. But I will say I am a hung. Uh, a hung. I am a hung. Yes, no. Words are hard. This is my third night shift. I'm sleepy. But I'm a high-strung person, and so I would get... I always say frazzle-dazzle. That is my favorite thing to say whenever I'm feeling like a chaotic squirrel is that I have a little bit of frazzle-dazzle because I feel like it just makes it sound funnier and fancier than just like stressed as shit. So frazzle-dazzle, you guys can use that if you want because I actually love that phrase. So I would be a little frazzle-dazzled and though I wouldn't be like taking it out on her or if I was very frazzled and I was just talking at her in my frazzled tone, I would always be like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at everything that's happening or I'm stressed about whatever's happening. And because I was so stressed frequently, I feel like it didn't take a toll on our relationship. Never, never, ever, ever. But I feel like I am now a better and more patient partner because of the patience I've given myself because I'm not as frantic and frazzled and stressed about everything around me that I'm not coming off in that tone, which then creates better communication for Jenna and I as well. So I feel like that's also been good in like 
the places around me and my life around me. And we never had issues before, guys. Don't be like, God, Taryn was a terrible girl. Well, I mean, you can say that if you want to. You can say I was a terrible girlfriend. You don't know. But (laughs) no, we were really good. But I know I would just be so frazzled and I'd be so stressed that 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 energy comes off to those around you. We can't deny it. We all know if we're in that very stressed, anxious place and somebody comes and talks to us or asks us something, it's kind of like, ah, I can't, I can't answer something or I don't know, or please give me a second. And I feel like those moments have lessened now that I've given myself more time, more, I keep just saying grace, but I'm very obsessed with that word. So I'm sorry if you don't like it today, but giving myself more time and grace and patience, um, has really like also helped the communication that I have with the person I live with because now I can talk to her better, more openly. I'm not as stressed about things so I can hear her more clearly. So I feel like it's been better on that too. And I'll be curious to see what she has to say after listening to this. Um, She'll probably be like, I didn't notice, but I feel like you're right. (laughs) That's my Jenna impression. She's so sweet. But Anyway, I feel like that's all I have for today so I can get out of my car and go back inside and make my coffee. Oh, other sad side note about this place. They have no coffee machine. There's no coffee maker. I could bring my French press if I wanted to, but I have to clean everything out and dump the grounds anyway. So I'm just living off of store-bought cold brews and man, whenever I tell you, I'm also always so excited to go home. So I can use my Nespresso is an understatement because I love hot coffee. I am a hot coffee person. I will always order hot coffee, even if it's 80 degrees out. Like that is what I want. And so living on the cold brew, which I don't, I don't mind. It is good. But I'm just like, oh, it makes me miss. It makes me miss my coffee so (laughs) much. So I just have a couple more days of cold brew coffee and then I can start living life. But I haven't had my coffee yet today. It's four o'clock. I did wake up at like 2.40 though. Night shift brain. Gotta get with me. I'm not lazy. I've just worked all night. So I do want to go in and make my coffee and then I got to start getting ready for my work day again. But thank you for listening to me kind of talk in circles about my current living situation and how I've been doing with that. Because I know I referenced that I would bring that up again. And I think I'm doing well. But then also, thanks for being here for my self-realization that I now know what grace is. And I only know it because I'm giving it to myself. Who am I? That's glorious. Y'all need to find grace. I'm just kidding. But anyway, it is all groovy smoothie. That is all I got to say. And you know what? If you're having a frazzle-dazzle day or a frazzle-dazzle week, use the word frazzle-dazzle to make you feel better. And, you know, just give give yourself a second to breathe. And just remember that it's all groovy smoothie. But until next time, I hope you guys have the best week ever. I hope you stay a little less frazzled and a little more graceful. Okay, I gotta go. I'm rambling. Okay, thank you guys for listening. I'm also, this is my seventh episode and seven is my favorite number ever. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm almost at 200 
dreams. So I'm super excited about that too, because this little podcast was something that was just a goal of mine for the year. I've always wanted to do one. So thank you all for listening. And I'm sorry, I'm very chaotic ADHD brain today. And I've also messed up a lot of words, but I'm a human and I'm not going to edit this so I sound better. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Have a great week, guys. Bye.